0: 98.9 WDCLZ. We're in Studio Z today with Devin Gilfillion. Thanks for making the trip here, guys. Thank you for having no us. No show Thank in you. town, so we're really blessed you guys. are up for coming here, just doing this with us today.
1: Yeah, we, You know, we came to hang with you, get some lobster, you know. It's, it's great. I love it. Love it here. We hear that a lot. <laughs> or Applebee's last night. We actually went to Applebee's. I wanted some lobster, but we just... It was too late.
0: We got it too late for the lobster rolls. Anyway... I'm sure they got a lobster tail deal over there. So I, I wanted to ask again about that song. You introduced it a little bit, but what did your parents say when you said I'm, I'm getting out of feeling I'm going to Nashville?
1: You know, they they were actually pretty happy and and, and supportive for sure. And and uh, they, my dad is is a musician himself, and you know he's always kind of steered me away from being a musician. funnily. you know, but um, after you know when I decided I was going to move down to Nashville, I definitely think my mom. She thought it was going to be a temporary kind of thing, you know. All right, he'll move back after he does. I did Americorps actually for a year down there, so so that was the reason why uh, the vehicle that got me to Nashville. But you know, they thought I was going to move back home after that, and I was like, Nah, I'm going. I'm going to play some music down here. That's what I'm gonna do. How long into Americorps did you realize you weren't going to be going back to Philly? I probably I knew that I wasn't going back to Philly. Like probably like <laughs> as I got to Nashville, I was like yeah i this is it just felt like home it felt like everybody in where i came where i grew up at, outside of philly it didn't feel like me, being a musician was a, a like an actual career it was a like you told people like oh yeah i'm a musician they're like oh nice <laughs> you know like oh that's cute what's your what, what else do you do you know and i'm like oh no i just uh just trying to
0: make this music thing work i guess you know and philly music scene is kind of a weird thing because like uh, you look at artists like amos lee g love war on drugs like some oh, of those you just yeah. don't think they don't really say hey we're from philly i guess so i i sometimes i feel like that scene gets lost
1: it does it totally does it's you know it's there i feel like the philly scene is 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 so cool and and you know obviously you have like amos lee and the roots and and like music soul child and this like beautiful soul scene that came out of there. And then you have the war on drugs and Kurt Vile that like psychedelic rock scene. And there's little scenes there. Um You just got to really dig, dig for them. And, and it, it feels like you got to like, I I never got, got to jump into that scene. I was too young for, uh, I was in college when all, all of it was like kind of popping off and it's still a, still a wee little, little little guy little grasshopper learning my
0: way (laughs) we're with Devin Gilfillian in Studio Z and the one of the strangest times that I'd seen you I guess I just wasn't ready to see you in it but I'm sitting at home watching the Leonard Skinner documentary (laughs) and all of a sudden they're like there's Devin Gilfillian I'm like what is he doing in this documentary oh
1: yeah (laughs) what how did that all happen I was you know I back in the day I was a low-key Skinner fan and uh we John got a a, a email email from the director and was like hey does devin is devin into leonard skinner and john was like devin you like leonard skinner and i was like actually yeah i do the guitar work is amazing and uh and i used to cover simple man like all the time when, as like, in college like at acoustic bar like playing acoustic gigs at bars and stuff so yeah that was kind of like that was That was how I got into that. And I
0: do tell people, watch that documentary because I didn't like Skinner before it. I just, you know, I like wrote him off for what I thought they were. And then I watched the documentary. I'm like, oh, I think I had them wrong for a long time. And And your quote in there about Gary Rosington was the one that I was kind of like, oh, yeah, he is a badass. Monster. Yeah. (laughs) Monster. And you got to meet Artemis Pyle out of the whole thing? I did. I did. I got to meet
1: Artemis. And and he was so sweet. Just the sweetest human I've ever met. He was so like, oh, my God. Who are you? And I was like, "What? <laughs> like I'm I'm Devin Gilfillian. You, you you were like the drummer for Leonard Skinner. Who am I? You know. So it was. Th- he was really cool.
0: Really we're, cool. We're with Devin Gilfillian in Studio Z and the tour that you got just got off of. This is another one that I thought was so cool. Yeah. Tell us about what you have. Who you've been out on the road with? Yeah, we've we've been on the road with Shaka Khan and Michael McDonald, which is that a cool combo
1: insane insane it's crazy because uh, it's funny like and i my only regret was not asking michael this question but fourth of july we we uh we, we was our first show with them and then after the show we came home we were all tired went to the hotel room and, and put on 40 year old virgin and he's like playing all throughout that movie in the background on the tvs and and they actually like Paul Rudd makes a joke like, if I hear Yamo be there one more time, I'm gonna Yamo shoot everyone in this store. <laughs> and like, and I'm like, man, I, I wish, and they actually play Shaka Khan, I'm Every Woman in, at one point in, this, in the movie, and I'm like, I wanted to ask Michael if if he likes that movie or not.
0: <laughs> if he thought it was funny or not. And... He'd, he'd probably find that question refreshing after the Doobie Brothers stuff <laughs> that he goes through all the time. He has so, a good sense of humor, though. So. Did you get any advice? Were you able to meet them and talk at all? Totally, you know I, the
1: th- the main thing I learned from touring with those two was the the love and gratitude that they they share for their team, their band, and also for their fans. For they they, it, it trickles down, not only obviously from from them to their team to the band, but it it's so important for me, um, to have that like that just flow of of love and and. And 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 peace and and, su- and support, um in in the band to give out to the people because if you you the people the audience they see that on stage and 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 they can feel that and I think that that's that's what music is about to me so seeing watching them was was really cool how they they were a great example of that
0: two more things and then we'll get back to the music totally. Newport Folk Fest tell us oh, about it God
1: that was another another like insane full circle moment i because i right before i moved to nashville i went i attended newport folk fest in 2013 saw trombone shorty who i'm going on the road with in september which is crazy and then saw jim james and and feist and um so getting to getting to play on the stage that i saw those those artists play on was was surreal Surreal and 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 just the collaborations at Newport are are just so inspiring. It's it's all about the music, you know.
0: We're with Devin Gilfillian. We've been playing "Get Out and Get It" for a, a while now, a couple of months. We love the song, and it's just got this vibe and this cadence, this rhythm to the whole thing that seems really unique. Can you tell us the story? You know how that song came totally. about?
1: Absolutely. absolutely. Thank you. It, yeah, I, I I've been I've been really obsessed with like. 70s Nigerian Afro Afrobeat and Afro funk and
0: and Leonard Skinner
1: and Leonard Skinner right like I'm all over I'm me- I'm messed up I'm mixed up um and so that that song in particular I was kind of just in this funk and didn't know you know how to get out and to me anytime I'm feeling down I I just throw in some some like upbeat music and Afrobeat was it's just like it gets me moving and so I got together with Jamie Liddell this insane songwriter. Singer, musician, and and uh, he just, I was like, "Yo, Jamie, let's get in the Afro beat mode," and he was like, "Yes!" and just went immediately, started chopping up this beat, and we, I write, I wrote the song in like three hours, and it just felt, it felt good, it felt right, and uh, yeah, yeah, we kind of jumped into a funky Afro beat world. It was, it was great.
0: Play it for
1: us. Yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> this one's called "Get Out and Get It."